Hi everyone, welcome back to another one of our podcasts and YouTube videos by the Bring Change to Mind Club at Lisa Miguel. I'm Hanya, the president of the club. I'm Thara, the vice president. I'm Marissa, secretary. And I'm Adelina, the treasurer. And today we're going to be talking about intersectionality and supporting Black, Indigenous, and people of color. So just starting off, um, like I'm sure like uh you have like some probably some like experience um with the topic but we'll just be going through some like tips and some like facts that are just good to know just to like expand like your knowledge you know because it's always good to learn about these things so first of all um it's really important to try to like understand and listen to like black indigenous and people of color you can even like start a like a conversation with your friends and stuff like casually um and you know it can like be really insightful because I feel like a lot of the times like um like there are people like close to you that like know a lot about this type of thing but we like kind of like forget to just like ask them you know so it would be a good idea I think um of course it depends on the situation but like it's a good idea like if you think that would be good for your situation. So another thing is um, getting involved in um, in like types of activities relating to like supporting um, Black, Indigenous, and people of color. So there are different ways that you can get involved, but it's important to assess like how much you can get involved because you don't want to like go like all in and then like a week later you're like this is too much and then like not be able to do anything for like the next months so um the best thing as with anything is like gradually like getting involved gradually like for example like if you're exercising right and you're trying to lift like a super heavy weight you're not just gonna like if you haven't exercised exercised in like three years you aren't gonna be able to like pick up a hundred pounds like that like you gotta gradually work to it. So it's kind of like that. Um, some ways that you can get involved include like signing petitions, participating in um, protests, also just like creating social media, which is like super like um, effective since everyone is like at home or most people are, you know, like at home, uh, especially students. And they're like, a lot of people have social media. So it would be a good way to reach a good amount of people. Um, and it's also like another way to like re- recruit other people to get involved. So that's like really good also. And um, another thing to recognize are the differences between good and bad support. We wanna make sure that like, we're listening to like the needs of people that, you know, need support and not just like impose like what we think they need. So just like trying to like even just like asking like how can I support you as like like in this you know so uh yeah um is there anything else you all want to add yeah I agree with Hanya and I think that given um you know where we are currently that there are many resources out there and it's always good to remain informed about what's happening around us. And especially on this topic with many current events that involve this group of people, I think that 
it's no longer something that mm, should be continuously pushed to the sidelines. In fact, it's involving a larger group of people than we think. And one of the easiest ways to just, you know, keep yourself informed or to um, start your journey on understanding better is several, um, there are several social media accounts out there that do a really great job. They make the information super easy to read and like really accessible. And I think that it's gonna take maybe less than a minute of your everyday life, but it, you know, sometimes I read them and I feel like, wow, I had no idea this was going on. I'm so glad that this resource was available for me so I could, you know, know more about what's going on around me and not stay in the dark about it. Yeah. And um, to add to that, like, I'm sure a lot of you have heard about like the term white guilt. And I think a lot of us can feel that kind of thing, whatever your race is, like that, you know, people have struggled and are struggling because of their racial background and you feel like you're not able to help, but just feeling that guilt is a really good recipe for throwing people like a pity party. And that is not what you should do. That's why it's important to get educated. And it's not hard to get educated. You can just, you know, like, you don't have to start your own initiative either. You can join an initiative or you can just start signing petitions and start reading about things and start asking questions. And most importantly, start listening. So, um, Mm -hmm. but it's really important not to pity people because that's not what it's, that's not what's going to help. Yeah, I completely agree. I feel like especially now it's really important to just listen more than you're like talking because maybe um, they just need someone to listen to them and just, you know, say everything that's on their mind and just feel like they have someone that is there for them. And um, like all of you guys said, I think it's important to just like take it step by step. Like you don't need to be doing like so much all at once in the beginning. It can just be like, you can even, it doesn't even have to be on social media. You can go do some of your like own research, just read some articles online, see the different sides, just read and, you know, form your own opinions. And you don't have to start your own like account. You can just take it step by step. And over time, when you just get more knowledge and like, you know, just educate yourself, um, it will really be helpful for those around you yeah I completely agree I think it can be as simple as letting those people have their spotlight and not getting in their way that's probably the easiest thing to do to let you know black and black indigenous and people of color have their light have their stage and have their voice being heard and not being like, you know, drowned by all these other opinions that maybe aren't expressing the right idea because they they need their time to shine in order for there to have change, in order for other people to understand what's going on and what's happening. Yeah, for sure. Um, Another thing that that's actually pretty um, important to note, specifically like relating to mental health, but even like just like professional fields in general, 
is that they lack representation, um, which is something that should definitely be improved upon. And I feel like a lot of the times when people like, um, like look into different fields, they can be kind of discouraged because they don't see people who like look like them, who share the same cultural background. So just like, um, of course it's easier said than done, but um, just like try to not be discouraged if like you're looking into going some field, but you don't see like mm -hmm. people who share that same sort of like the same like values and stuff as you like um, and the same culture as you because you can actually be the one to bring other people to inspire other people um, to you know like join that field and just increase more representation and I guess like make that field more balanced and able to cater to like, different people because of course the people who like um, who like have the same sort of like uh, who go through the same thing as you or similar things will better be will be able to understand you better. So that's like another really important thing to note. Um, of course, it's not only in like, you know, mental health. So just like trying to be aware of that. And yeah, just like don't be discouraged. Yeah, I've, you know, like I've actually done some research and they have said that 86% of psychologists in the United States are white. And I feel like, you know, many um, Black, Indigenous, like people of color, they might feel just like ashamed to ask for help, or they might feel that like, they're not really being heard because, you know, people who don't understand your experiences, like they might underestimate the role of racism and discrimination on your mental health. So I think it's like, like it's really hard for those people to just feel like their voices are getting heard because they feel that the health provider, like they're not gonna understand them and they're, they're not gonna be able to like really seek out for help, which is why I think it's really important to just find a mentor that can you know, understand you and help you, um, just someone that you can go for advice. And it'll be really helpful if they also, you know, look like you that understand your cultural like background and concerns that you have, and they can just inspire you even more and you can do the same with other people. So mm -hmm. it's important to have your voices be heard. Yeah, and to add on to that, um, many studies have showed that Black, Indigenous, and people of color students generally have a lower odd of seeking professional health, sorry, professional health help for mental health concerns. And this is due to uh, discrimination from the healthcare providers, um, lack of avail available resources, and stigma associated with seeking professional mental health. So these students really need services that make it easier to get help and increase their access to culturally responsive care. And this is why it's super important to have these, you know, health providers have cultural um, knowledge and training in this field. So it reduces the risk for misunderstandings or microaggressions 
or even biased. And so this way people are encouraged to um, get help in a professional way or in a way that actually benefits them. Yeah, I, uh, I completely agree with that. Um, I have like personal experience with this. Like I've gone to therapy and uh, this is not to say that like all like white therapists are bad or anything, but mine just, she was white and she simply could not understand like the family pressure I had or like the trauma of like be having faced like kind of like racial violence in my past. She couldn't understand any of it. And it's like, I couldn't even blame her because it's just not something she could like fathom, you know? So it is important, even if the person doesn't look like you, like it's important to, to be understanding and find the healthcare providers mm-hmm. who are understanding because there is so much more stigma in a lot of cultures, um, mm-hmm. like Asian cultures and black culture against mental health. That's not like a blanket statement, but there, it tends to be more stigma there. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with what Dara just said, in fact, about how the person doesn't necessarily have to look like you, but they do have to understand you. And that's really what's the most important thing, especially with mental health. It is a very sensitive topic in many cultures, and there's a lot of things that can affect it, as we previously said in our um, previous podcasts. And, you know, family, your upbringing, your ethnicity, your culture is a huge part of it. And if, you know, our or your mental health provider, mental health care provider is unable to even understand it, it's not necessarily their fault completely, but it's the lack of, you know, training in this um, field at the current age and time because they don't get trained specifically to deal with every single culture they only know what you know they have experienced the best as we know ourselves so seeing a push for you know more resources for these people is definitely um exciting as well as i think it's great how we're able to sit down and talk about these things yeah going along with what you just said i think you know, before just having your first visit with your mental health provider, I think it it would be a good idea to just get a sense of like their training before you actually like fully like visit them because like, yeah, they don't have to, you know, look like you, but it's really important to make sure that they have background in that field of, you know, you can just ask them, like, do you have any experience treating people from, like my cultural background or um, like have you had any cultural competence training and just you know making sure that they would be able to understand you and they've had proper training to be able to you know help you out and just speak with you in a sense that you would feel understood yeah yeah sorry you can go And most importantly, it's to not give up on seeking help. Like, um, some people are lucky and they find it, you know, the first few times, whereas some other times, you know, there's a little bit of an obstacle that you need to go through, but don't let that stop you from getting proper help and the help that you need. 
because you feeling better and feeling the best about yourself is extremely important and don't feel discouraged by um, not being able to receive what you need right away. Because I'm sure that there are those out there who are able to give you what you need. It's just sometimes it takes some people a little longer to find it. Yeah, I was just going to make a kind of a weird analogy, but um, it's kind of like makeup artists. Like I've had my makeup done professionally a handful of times for like fancy events, like not that much because I'm not that fancy, but like for weddings. And I always ask the makeup artist if they've done like makeup for like Indian weddings or on other people of color or people of my skin tone because it shows when they haven't because it that's like that's like the most like surface level like example but like when they haven't had experience with people of my skin tone they have absolutely no idea like what colors to use and how to like do all the stuff and I think that mental health like providers are the same way if they have if they don't have experience with it then they're gonna try and they're gonna try to make you look good but it's it's not gonna work I I hope that analogy makes sense but yeah yeah and it, I think it's a good analogy because like, I don't think makeup artists are purposely trying to make us look bad. Exactly. They want us to look good as well, but it's just maybe they haven't had that experience. So they only know their own way because that's what they're the best at. So we need to, you know, also be understanding, but continue our journey and finding what we need. Yeah, they obviously have good intentions. They just you know, might not have the experience or the background. So it's important on both sides. Going back to, um, oh wait, were you gonna say something, Clara? Okay, so going back to um, how we can support people. Um, If you're a student at like um, Elisa Miguel or like some other um, school in the district, there are actually like some organizations locally that you can like join. Um, one of them that Thara actually started is NHS Against Racism, which is like really good. Like y'all should like check it out if you're interested. Um, and there's some other ones that are actually like national as well. You can do like a quick Google search. Um, some of the ones include uh, like um, Dear Asian Youth. And I believe that like there's some other ones that are not coming to my mind right now. Bridges is one. I think there's a couple more that we might not have at Aliso, but um, yeah, the best thing I think, because you can not only, if you decide to join, you can help like be an activist or you can be an activist in your own right and get your unbiased information mm-hmm. from CUSD Against Racism or any of the individual task forces at mm-hmm. each of the high schools, except for Capo Valley, I think, and one other high school. All the high schools have one of these. There's tons of information on the pages, Instagram pages. There's um, card.co's for you to sign petitions, mm-hmm. for you to put in your own personal testimonies of racism you've experienced, uh, ways to contact people who are in, who are in charge so we can make changes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can join and help compile this information and continue mm-hmm. spreading awareness too. Yeah. And so I'm part of the chapter at Aliso for Dear Asian Youth. We focus mainly on creating a community 
And it's not only, despite the name, it's not only limited to Asian youth, it's for all people. We are here to inform others with um, infographics on our Instagram, as well as on the main Instagram. And it, we are trying to cover a variety of religions, cultures, ethnicities, races, genders, etc. And we focus mainly on information and just building a community that is comfortable for everyone and understanding for everyone. And especially at Aliso, I think that we have a lot of really good resources to check out. And in fact, all of these are just right under our fingertips. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ANHS Against Racism is, um, it's not a club. It's a, CUSD Against Racism as the umbrella organization is like a coalition. It's just kind of like a warning. It's not a club and uh, it's definitely uh, prominently activism. So you will be expected to promote petitions and um, you know, take, inf take information and try sending a bunch of emails. And I've given speeches at district board meetings. So it's a lot of that kind of stuff, but it's worth it. And we're making changes at Aliso and in the other districts and even at our elementary schools and middle schools. So if you're looking for a way for ways that are worthy uses of time to join a team instead of trying to do things on your own and get educated and make a difference, then mm -hmm. Dear Asian Youth, Bridges, CUSD Against Racism and the Task Forces, um, any like mental health organization, those are all good places to start. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do you want to close, Hanya? Yeah, um, thank you all. Oops, I was having trouble like unmuting. Um, I forgot that I have to press the space bar. Okay, anyways, thank you all for listening and watching whatever you're doing, um, our YouTube video and podcast. Um, we really appreciate you like spending the time to like learn some more about mm -hmm. um, this topic. And we hope that you'll take some of the tips um, that we mentioned and incorporate them into your own life. Mm -hmm. Oh, and links will be down below for resources and for help. And yeah. Ready. See y'all later. Bye.